0: And here we go. Yes, we're coming, we're comic book bullies uh associated with outright geekery uh happy everybody is here listening to the first show this is leroy and this is my uh co-host
1: this is eli greetings and salutations
0: gotcha and we're good to be back yeah this don't call it a comeback (laughs) it's a retcon it's it's a retcon this is new 52 (laughs) uh post-crisis rebirth whatever you want to call it yes we are uh, brand new episode so hopefully everybody was able to transition from us if you've been dealing with the other podcasts we were with this is where we are now so definitely share this link if you know anybody else share this link and everybody will be over here now that way we just go ahead and keep this party going and we can go from there uh yeah so like i said this is comic book bullies where nerd is a new bully we have like a new mantra new website new fan page and you will get all your news from here we got a whole bunch of other stuff planned also so this like a whole new rebranding we're doing right now uh yeah. hope you're excited so yeah.
1: episode one
0: episode,
1: number one. Exactly. number one's always sell
0: <laughs> so like i said we got nowhere to go up from here so i guess we go ahead and start the uh episode like i said in this week we had we had some interesting stuff going on uh first off want to say to rest in peace prodigy of mob deep man that came out of nowhere Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Eli. I mean, I, I, were you a Mob Deep fan or Prodigy fan?
1: I I actually was. They were one of my favorite hip hop groups. They were just here like a few months ago, and I'm kicking myself in the ass for not going to see them. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you don't you don't think about it. You think like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll see them again sooner or later. You know, yeah. they may show up again. But yeah, that was kind of sad and, and that actually kind of hit me because it, okay, Prodigy is not like a a household name, or Mob Deep is not like a household name that everybody knows. But if everybody's, like, into rap and hip-hop, he actually is almost one like the one of the pioneers, you know, especially, like, mm-hmm. East Coast rap during that early 90s thing when it was start booming. Like, he was one of those guys, like, Biggie, Tupac, Nas, Jay-Z. Like, they were in that same category, too, you know, building the history up. So when, when I heard he passed, I was like, wow, it's like they're taking, you know, my guys now. You know, this is, not like, some 60-year-old you know, rock or anything like that that died before I you know, stopped making music before I was even born. Like, yeah. no, this guy grew up with a whole lot of music that I was listening to and, you know, kinda of shaped who I am, and wow, he got it you know, forty two. That's kind of kinda of shocking me. Forty two is nothing, you know. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was uh you know, he he's like uh yeah like I was listening to I used I listened to Ice T's podcast, the, the final level or whatever it's called. Yep. And uh, I remember he, cause he, he's a huge Mob Deep fan and he was, he had them on his show like a couple of years ago and he was saying like the first time he ever heard Mob Deep, he says, those motherfuckers are so real. I thought, first time I heard one of their songs, I thought I was about to get rocked. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, yeah, they were, they were like really big as far as like underground hip hop went. I mean, yeah. Like you said, if you were, if you were a fan of hip hop, you knew who Mob Deep was Um yeah, I mean, I, I, and I'm a metal guy, but uh, and my my brother, he was the more he was more into hip hop, but we would like sort of cross over and like each other's shit, and uh, and yeah, the infamous and Hell on Earth and Murder Music, I, I remember all them shits from back in the '90s, and yeah, I I like them because I like their dark the dark beats, their their beats were really spooky and creepy, and especially Prodigy, he wasn't like all up in your face and hype he was like laid back and just said his shit you know
0: right but, but at the same time his lyrics were like really kind of fucked up to be yeah. honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean it's yeah. the stuff he was rapping about you know like yeah he was you know going with his dad robbing banks and stuff and and, and for instance, like uh, for the people that do know uh prodigy they probably know him because of like that whole east coast west coast beef with tupac and biggie he was one yep. of the guys they was beefing with, also. So he yep. used to say things about them and yeah. basically put out he had sickle cell and stuff like that. And eventually, that drop a
1: gem he, on him, them was it the yeah off of Hell on Earth? Drop a gem on him was the was the the Tupac beef song he had about. <laughs> right talking about him getting raped in rikers island and
0: all that shit (laughs) right so they were right there the thick of it with this whole thing you know they they were right there
1: and they Uh, were on each other's albums like biggie and like you know method man and nas they all like did features on each other's albums
0: and shit yeah, yeah yeah especially like those early 90s albums like 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 if you had an East Coast album from there, like Jay Z or Nas or anything like that, Mob Deep was going to be on that album. They were going to be featured. Yeah. You know? And it was vice versa. You know, it was, it was amazing. I was sitting there listening to some of the lyrics, you know, from there, and like, like some of his verses are like some of the most memorable verses in in rap hip hop history. Like a uh, like shook ones. Like oh yeah. People that yeah. If people who have no idea who Project is, no idea who Mob Deep is, you probably have seen Eight Mile. And that last, uh, I guess that last sing, battle scene where Eminem was rapping, that was a Mob Deep song. And he was basically rapping Prodigy's verse. And it was so pop- popular in the song that everybody in the song, like, as soon as he d- put on the beat and started rapping the lyrics, everybody in the crowd knew what he was rapping. Ain't no such things as halfway crooks, blah, 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 yeah. blah. You know, everybody knew it, you know.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I man, it's... God made dirt and dirt won't hurt if I listen to the lessons and the rules I learned. Forever beef. Yeah, forever beef, nobody will ever be even. I mean, yeah. He had some he was like he was an awesome storyteller. It was like crime noir. You know what I'm saying? Like just dark, right. dark, spooky, eerie street
0: level shit. You know? Right. He wasn't throwing punchlines. He wasn't doing, you know, witty jokes or anything like that. None of that story. He was just. It was so real, you like, wow, man, he's not making this stuff up. Yeah. It's it's too it's too vivid for him to make this stuff up that he's rapping about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but uh but yeah, yeah. like I said, anybody's listening and haven't heard of my view, haven't heard probably go back and listen to that, go back, and listen to Infamous, go back and listen to murder music, listen to his solo album, uh i I C. I'm not gonna say what H N I C means, but yeah, definitely <laughs> go check that out. And uh mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's a great one. So well, when, I guess we could transition that one from Prodigy, you know, where we have introspective and clever lyrics to this, this bullshit we have going on right now. And, yeah, we could talk about the BET Awards that's going on right now. And it's like a very, very I, – I guess we can call it a generation gap. I mean, is that what it is? Because this new shit they're putting out right now, I can't I, – I, I don't I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't – maybe I, you do, Eli. I don't I,
1: know. I, no, I, I – I, I, like I was telling you before, like Lil Yachty, I mean, I I didn't even know he was a real guy, and that song about I'm from I I live in Minnesota. So he did this yeah. Minnesota song, and the first time I heard it, it was a video, and I I didn't know if it was a real video. I thought it was like a joke song because ridiculousness. Yeah, but the video
0: looked like it was filmed on a cell phone.
1: Yeah, and it was like ridiculousness was on right before it, so I thought ridiculousness was still on, and here. <laughs> I was like, right, like,
0: this, like, like riff raff or something, you know? Yeah,
1: is, is this a real song? Is this is he serious?
0: <laughs>
1: he he actually put time and effort into writing this shit. <laughs>
0: like, and, yeah. But at the same time, I, I think this kind of like a generation gap. I mean, this new stuff that's like like BT, you you can almost say the same thing. Like twenty years ago, our parents were saying the same thing. Like, wow, this music listen to some shit. You know? Yeah. So it's almost the same thing if we listen to it now and we say, yeah, this music is some shit. I think it's supposed to be like that, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm a metal guy. I'm into death metal and grindcore and the shit my kid listens. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with the kids these days? The
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i guess we had turned it to our parents you know, yeah. as far as music wise you know you were yeah. like what the fuck but it's that why we wouldn't we shouldn't expect our kids to listen to the same stuff we listen to it, it shouldn't yeah. happen matter of yeah. fact they should reject it just because they're the, the newer generation so of course this new music and stuff like that it isn't designed for us. i don't think they're making music for 30 and 40 year olds especially if these, if these guys are like 18 and 19 and stuff you know
1: yeah, with like no attention span at all, you know, because they grew up on the internet, and, you know, got you know the shittiest sense of humor because they grew up watching cat videos on the internet and that's what they think is funny and just- exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah memes they get their news from memes
0: and shit. It's like uh, yeah I can't I can't relate <laughs> right it's just a different world I mean that's yeah. the stuff that they you know they're used to now they're used to I guess I mean you you can see it reflecting everything not just music but movies and everything else. Uh comic books. This is a comic book podcast. Let's talk about comic books for a second. Comic books, the way they're designed, are completely different. For instance, uh Stanley and Jack Kirby back in the 60s, used to write stuff. They used to write entire story arcs in mm-hmm. one issue.
1: In one issue.
0: Yeah. One issue. It was done. Like uh like Fantastic Four, the scrolls would invade. The scrolls would uh pretend to be people. They pretend to be the Fantastic Four, frame the Fantastic Four, throw their ass in jail, the Fantastic Four would get out, expose the scroll fight the scrolls, hypnotize the scrolls, send the scrolls back to the uh to space. That was the end of the first issue. So I'm like, wow, okay. And it was an but ending, yeah. It was usually an ending. <laughs> another thing. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. X Men story was two issues. That was it. Two done. Yeah. Now if they made that stuff nowadays, that that shit would have been twelve yeah, issues. Yeah, they would the stretch that shit, yeah, over like. <laughs> Five comics, you know, X Men One, X Men Blue, X Men Black, you know, yeah. X Factor, X Caliber. That's how it would have been. That they would have stretched the shit out of that storyline.
1: And then it would have got delayed, and you know, it took like two years to get the whole fucking story.
0: Right. The, <laughs> the issues itself would have been like like eighteen pages, you know, yeah. like nothing was flash pages. You're like, yeah. The <laughs> but, yeah. But you're right. I mean, like I said, it's the attention span. Like you can't you, those way Stan Lee and Jack Kirby used to write those stories. You can't make a comic like that now uh first off it wouldn't catch people's attention first off uh they want to stretch their shell as long as they can anyway they want to make as many as they can so i was kind of shocked when i read that stuff versus what they're doing now so it's, it's a big jump from there uh we, wow we really jumped off subject didn't we
1: yeah
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> we can also talk about <laughs> but yeah rest in the priest project and everything like that but i guess why, uh, <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> But yeah, I, rest in peace. Good journey. Yeah, Prodigy, we're working bro. on this segue thing. Like I said, yeah. it's a new show, so we're find yeah, out we're gonna segue from that. You fucking roll, talk-
1: rolling hard, done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My buddy was mad at me. He was a big Pro- uh, Prodigy <laughs> fan, but uh, yeah, want to I, I also talk about like uh, like Eli. Have you hit up any any Comic Cons lately? Because you know, summertime cons are everywhere right now, and you know,
1: not not lately. Not in a couple months now.
0: Okay, well. Turns out, this is past weekend. Uh, I'm from Mississippi. Not gonna say where I'm from, Mississippi. Definitely turn on locations. You'll find me. But we had a Mississippi Comic Con this weekend in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go to it. I was at work. I definitely wanted to go to it. A lot of my friends did go. Give me some information that was down there. But yes, there is a Comic Con that hits that comes to Mississippi also. Uh, it, it's pretty good. They have folks to come down there. Uh, I'm trying to think, who do they have? I'm gonna take a look. at that. I think I took a picture. Um, uh, so here's the thing: they had two of the Power Rangers oh, shit. that came down. Not the not the new guys. I don't know. Not the, we're talking <laughs> about the the old guys, the class. The
1: OGs, yeah.
0: The OG, yeah. We had the the blue one and the black one. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. The blue one is David Yost, and the mm-hmm. black one is Walter Jones. Okay, so. Yeah, they came down. Uh, they took a lot of pictures of it. Matter of fact, I, uh, the Black Range I think, went to the club. I think they showed some pictures of him in the club that night. or <laughs> something whatever like that. But, hey, he had fun when he was down here. Uh, who else? Uh, the guy from Dragon Ball Z that voices Vegeta. Uh, not yeah. Vegeta. I think he voices, like, half the cast. Like, almost everybody <laughs> except Goku. His name is, uh, what's his name? Shit. Oh, Christopher Sabat. That's the name. If you hear his voice, you'll know who the hell he is. Like I said, Vegeta, uh, uh, Piccolo, everybody on it. So he was down there also. I'm pretty sure he was down there doing, like, voices and stuff like that because the guy does, like, a million voices on the show. Uh, Some other folks on there also. So, yeah, and and like I said, you have some creators that were down there. You do have some uh, comic creators in Mississippi down there doing stuff. So I'm pretty sure they were down there, you know, trying to get their work uh, done. Like they had a bunch of cosplayers that were down there. Uh I need to find out who the hell that chick was that was poison Ivy. Dude. Man, it was a, and it says she works here in Jackson somewhere, so I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> Google her get, get <laughs> an
1: interview for get her on the research pod. Purposes, of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh so yeah, love the Mississippi comic, uh can I think there was a panel called uh Revenge of the Black Nerds. If I was down there I would have been on that also, but they get a chance to be there. So glad you guys got a chance to check that out. Uh, so now we're going to move into the section. We usually go on this weekend on a podcast, uh, the movie section, the box office section. And this weekend, we actually had like a, uh, I guess a slobber knocker or barn burner of a weekend with the box office. Cause it was, it was really up in the air. Like if you, if you would have bet money at Vegas and thought how you thought the weekend was going to go, it didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. For instance, uh, number one, I'm going to go ahead to the box office. Number one, uh, that's going to be transformers of last night. Of course everybody knew it was gonna happen no big deal but here's the shocker it only made 45 million over the weekend not only did 69 for the entire week but only made 45 for the weekend now to put that in perspective Wonder Woman did over a 100 her first weekend so transformer pulled in half It's kind of shocking low for those numbers still was high to high that's fine so number two as you kind of expected was a uh, cars three. But his was oh, wow. not expected. Tied for number two was Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they're like right there. They both did the exact same number. Uh, tomorrow when the numbers are released officially, it may be like a little bit of difference here and there, dollar off and there. But right now, yeah, Cars 3 and Wonder Woman 3 are tied. Uh, Wonder Woman are tied for number two. So it's doing like some some really good numbers. It's kind of been shocking the stuff it's doing. I'll come back to Wonder Woman in a second. We have uh, number four. Is uh forty seven meters down? Haven't heard of it. Don't know what it is.
1: That's a shark movie.
0: Oh, you did tell me that. I'm sorry, I forgot. As <laughs> soon as you said it last time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. And uh, number five is All Eyes on Me, the Tupac movie. And I'm hearing all kind of fucked up stuff about that. I heard, I heard he performed in the movie uh, Hail Mary, which is a, mo- a song he made after he died. Oh, right? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: My, nep- my nephew saw my The first thing I asked, did it show him getting raped
0: in Rikers Island? He said no. <laughs> oh, they said they cut that scene. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh. what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, they actually filmed it and cut the scene. Like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Oh, no I shit. don't know if it happened or not. We don't know. Damn. Um, well,
1: I might have to get the Blu ray then. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not paying money to see that movie. I'm sorry. The reason I'm not paying to see that movie, is because John Singleton, who grew up with Tupac, well, not grew up with Tupac, but worked with Tupac and made a lot of movies with Tupac, things like that, he was going to make the movie. He oh, yeah. quit production of the movie because he said, the way this movie's going, this movie's going to suck. That's what he said. <laughs> so he like, I'll I walk away from project because I can't-, I can't stand by and make this movie. So when I'm hearing this stuff about this movie, uh, uh, like he's performing songs, he never performed because they came after he died. I'm hearing uh, iPhone 7 was in the movie. Uh, I'm hearing all kind of stupid shit in this movie. I'm like, what? this isn't Tupac. What the hell is this? Like, they, they said the movie, like, the second half of the movie wasn't even about Tupac. It was about Suge Knight or somebody else. So it's like, uh, you know. yeah. oh, and then the movie was actually directed by, like, a music video director, like, Benny Boom or some shit, you know. No. So yeah. that's to tell you right now. You
1: know. Yeah, and I'm, I, I know, and i tell you the truth. I was never much of a Tupac
0: fan well, I, I, I wasn't either. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't either. I wasn't a Tupac fan either. I'll be honest with you. I like Prodigy better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be honest with you. I well, mean, they're both dead, so I guess we could say that. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, and the thing is, is I knew them more from the movies, like yeah. like Juice, like which I Juice is awesome, you know. I mean, Juice is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's like,
1: like I like that better than Boys in the Hood. Like they both came out around the same time. <laughs> Speaking of John Singleton, but yeah, I, I you know, I saw Juice, I was like, Damn, that was way better than Boys in the Hood. But yeah, I remember like somebody, one of my friends had was it Tupacalypse Now or one of his earlier albums, and I was like, Hey, that's that dude from Juice. And that's where I knew him from. I didn't yep. know he was a rapper. And then of course she was in a bunch of movies, you know, Above the Rim and Ricochet I think, I think, and Honestly, all
0: that shit. I think Tupac opened the the uh doors for rappers to come into Hollywood. I think he... Because he was really the first one to do that and to the first one to be relatively successful Let it. So he opened the door for LL Cool J and Queen Latifah, Will Smith, well, right. you know, all those guys like that. Well, yeah,
1: they were all in... Well, speaking of Queen Latifah, she was in Juice, too. Like, Juice was full of rap, like EPMD and
0: all that was yeah. a of rap. F- Fab Five Freddy and... <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing, because they, they realized putting Tupac in a movie like that, okay... He already has a built-in fan. And the first thing, first thing, Tupac. And I don't know if the movie did something like that. Like he went to acting school. Like he, they didn't just was like a natural for it. No, he. That's what he went to school for. He went to like, like arts, uh, dance. For like people that don't know that, I don't know if it's a movie or not. He was a backup dancer for another rap group. That's how. he oh, yeah, got the,
1: his foot. The Humpty Hump, Hump, though. The Humpty, the Humpty Hump. Yeah, and yeah, You can
0: see him in the video <laughs> dancing. So, yeah, so he went to liberal arts, dance school, acting school, stuff like that. So when he broke into Hollywood, no, he wasn't just some guy that just looked up and like, oh, look at me, I'm acting. No, he went to school for this shit. So he, that's why he was so good at it. But yeah. people look at it and see that he opened the doors for, you know, a lot of rappers. Okay, he has a built-in fan base. He can act, throw him in a movie, especially all these hood movies he put into, like Juice and and Poetic Justice and all that other stuff he was above the rim like you were saying so of course you can have a built in fan base so they started doing the same thing with these other rappers some worked out some didn't you know some made a career like LL Cool J and things like that but yeah without him I don't I think he got the ball rolling for guys like Will Smith you know to get started on TV and get started on movies and stuff like that you know
1: yeah
0: so did we get our subject again we did Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're going to talk about Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. I've,
1: I've, so, I've only seen it once. I haven't gotten a chance to see it again. I've been wanting to see it again.
0: I haven't got a chance to yet. Now, the thing yeah. was, I was going to see Wonder Woman. matter of fact, the reason I didn't see Wonder Woman, because I had uh, a business trip down in New Orleans this week. So I felt like I was going to go to the – because the thing is, I have no IMAX theater near me. In Mississippi, there is none in Mississippi at all whatsoever, so the nearest one to me is in New Orleans. So since I had this business trip saved up, I was going to be like, okay, when I go down to New Orleans, I was just going to go to the IMAX theater there, see Wonder Woman. That was good. However, when I went to, Wonder Woman was gone. Uh, the it. only movie they did have that was an IMAX that I wanted to make, you know, didn't want to waste a trip, was Transformers. I had no interest in seeing this movie whatsoever, but I was like, man, IMAX
1: show. It's let me, IMAX. Let me spend so, an extra twenty dollars
0: to see this motherfucker. See Transformers, right? Yeah. Five. Yeah. So like these be yeah. Like so I, but I'm gonna come back to Transformers. But let, I You better. better. I, I got a lot to say about that. So, but as far as Wonder Woman wise, take a look. at The number one is uh, numbers of Wonder Woman. Say that five times five. Uh, worldwide. So we have the worldwide numbers of Wonder Woman. Right now, we're looking at six uh, hundred fifty-two million. As of right now, like I said, the numbers will update tomorrow, but that's the estimate of right now. So, so 650 million in three weeks. That's, that's not bad. Kind of insane. Yeah. It, it is already beaten. I think it's already beaten uh Man of Steel domestically and worldwide. So I think it, it's already beaten Man of Steel, clearly. Mm-hmm. Like it's whole it's an entire gross. Funny thing is, you hear a lot of reports right now saying it's beat BBS domestically. Uh it hasn't yet it still hadn't beat bbs yet but the way it's looking you probably about a week or two from now it probably will beat bbs domestically now worldwide numbers i don't think it's going to catch bbs worldwide because it is a lot of money but domestically it's probably going to end up being so far the highest grossing domestic movie they've ever had
1: yeah so, yeah especially definitely. with spider man coming out in a couple of weeks you
0: know yeah well that's yeah. the thing they got they got two more weeks before spider man comes out because yeah. i don't think anything major comes out this week yeah. So I don't think so. So next we got that Spider-Man. By the time Spider-Man comes out, Wonder Woman will have done whatever it's going to do anyway. It'll, it'll probably, you know, uh, be ready to wrap up theater, you know, theater anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of insane for Wonder Woman. I think it's already the highest grossing movie by a female director of all time. So in just three weeks. Uh, yeah, it's insane the, the numbers uh, Wonder Woman are doing. It's, it's funny because if... If the other DC movies did anywhere near as much in the second and third week they would have did, they would have had a few billion movies already. Yeah. It was the it was the drop off movies that was killing them, you know, going about that. But like I said, since we talk about Wonder Woman, I guess we can actually talk about uh Transformers. So we're gonna transition from there. I'm gonna give you just a quick mini review. I'm probably gonna spoil some shit. I don't care. It's Transformers. You're not
1: gonna you're not gonna spoil anything.
0: I'm really not gonna spoil anything. That's the fucked up part about it. It's like you a bunch of robots, who cares?
1: We ain't seen
0: this movie already. Have you have seen-, seen the movie already. And that's that's what I don't get, but I'm gonna come back to that. Okay. So fuck, I'm gonna talk about it now. Okay, here's the thing. s I'm gonna, look, I'm, gonna look, I'm gonna pull up Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, from what I'm seeing, uh this is supposed supposedly I think like the worst reviewed Transform movies ever. It's pretty low. I think it's at it's at fifteen percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, you got a lot of people going to this movie and saying, oh, this movie is shit. Oh, this movie so is- oh this is the worst Transformers movie I've ever seen. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh like it's not. I didn't think so. It's really not the worst Transformers movie. Honestly, when I saw the movie, personally, what I thought, I thought it was the second best Transformer movie they made. That being said, it was still some shit. <laughs> Because I, I just, I, I feel like I wasn't, I felt like I could go, with it. They, they've made some improvements to the movie, they have, and it, and it felt like they were moving the needle, where they're slowly, you know, not as bad as Magnificent, like for instance, first off, I, I can tell the Transformers apart, like, okay. you know, you watch yeah. those first moves and like yeah. that, like, they all look, like, yeah, I was prime and the rest of these motherfuckers look the exact same, like, I don't know who, who the fuck is Ratchet, who the fuck is Jazz, who the fuck is this other guy. i Oh, and when they fight, I don't know what the fuck was going on in those movies. I don't know who ends where. Is that an arm? Is that a leg? Is that a knee? Are they yeah. fighting? Are they having sex with each other? Are they combining with each other and fighting? I don't know what the fuck was going on in that first Transformers movie. So in this movie, they got special things going on. You can clearly see who transform is what. Okay, it's not when they fight. You know who's fighting who, who's throwing a punch, who's throwing a kick, who's blasting. I'm like, okay, that's cool. The action is clear. I can see it. Oh, yeah. uh, Marky Mark, Marky Mark is Marky Marking it up as if he can Marky Mark as much as possible. But <laughs> that's okay. He's Marky Mark. So like, it's like he's almost a lot of times it, it does kind of feel like he's winking at the camera, like you know this shit is stupid doesn't matter i'm getting paid i'm getting <laughs> paid <Okay. laughs> and that's what it feels like at the top you're like oh well, just go with it who cares honestly i feel like he's a better fit and a better leading man for these types of movies than shia labeouf who i think sure, only worked not? in the first movie yeah he only worked in the first movie because it was kind of a teenager and the second third movie like okay dude we we get it what what the fuck <laughs> you know you, you don't work So, at least Mark and Mark works in that aspect. You like, And I don't even know his name in these movies. It don't even really matter. I just know he's just a dude that shoots robots and shit. So, whatever. Who cares? Uh, The plot. The plot of the movie. The plots of these movies never make sense whatsoever. This one either. But at least it was was the simplest plot of these types of movies. Still dumb as fuck. But they basically told Mark and Mark, okay, Mark and Mark, you got to get the thing. Go get the thing
1: that does and something. this what happened yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it was yeah okay they didn't do that in these other movies <laughs> like it's not like some simple shit that you just expect you just like okay i can follow that once they get the thing then this will happen okay so i can follow the story in that one it's as stupid as it is now don't get me wrong it's some stupid shit that happens in these movies man it's as the the jokes are not funny but I feel like the jokes weren't as offensive as the other movies. Still offensive, but just not as offensive. (laughs) So, they're getting better. Um, The female in the movie. The female in the movie, uh, you're probably saying, yes, she's Michael Bay, hot chick, number 564, whatever, stuff like that. But, oh, for people that don't know who the chick is, that was actually Star Wars' mom. So. Who? uh, Yeah. Star Wars' mom's sexy as shit, man. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I, I didn't, didn't even know, know she had all that shit going on. So, but yeah, but she's actually like a real actress. Like she actually can act. You know, like okay, she's not Megan Fox. She's not that Victoria's Secret model from Part Three. Uh, not his creepy ass daughter from Part Four. Like, whoa, what the fuck was that all about? You know. I haven't
1: seen. Well, I don't know. No, no, go ahead. I won't even interrupt.
0: Okay, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all fucked up. Like I said, basically, Michael Bay usually just put. Hot chicks in these movies, and they just dare to just be hot, and it. Now, Starla's Mom was a hot chick just there to be hot, but she actually, you can tell she actually has some acting ability. You know, she's mm-hmm. just not, Ooh, you know, whatever. But she's still there to be hot. She does that job very well. I'm trying to think what else I'm about the movie. Visuals, I saw an IMAX, so that may skew my decision uh, a little bit. I thought the movie was, you know, freaking beautiful. You know, just the way it looked like. They had some, like, wide angle shots and stuff like that. Whoa, that's pretty fucking cool, man. So, like I said, the movie gave me what I wanted, to a point. I'll pay my money to see giant robots destroy the Earth, or at least try to destroy the Earth and fight each other and fuck each other up so like that. The movie gave me that. I'm I'm good with that.
1: How how long was it? Was it really long, though?
0: That's another thing. It was shorter than the other movies. Still long as fuck but shorter, you know. <laughs> about 30 minutes. Shorter. So I'm like, okay, it did come to a point where I did like, okay, this movie is dragging on a little bit too long, but it wasn't like the other movie was like, Oh fuck, please let me leave. Let me get the fuck out of this movie. Together. It wasn't <laughs> like that. It didn't drag on that long. So. Yeah.
1: Well, you know like, what I, what I did, you know what I did? I, I, I dug out my old Transformers cartoon movie, the 86 one. I
0: found oh, that sitting Yeah, I loved it. I, that one still holds I don't care for nobody's say That movie yeah, still holds up.
1: Yeah, I threw it in, and I, I was like, hey, I haven't seen this in a while. I threw it in, and I had a blast watching it. I was like, yeah. damn, this shit's still cool.
0: This shit still <laughs> holds up. The animation, the soundtrack, the voice. Oh, there's another thing. Megatron is in the movie. Megatron is voiced by the 80s cartoon actor. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm watching the movie. I'm like, okay. I hear Megatron. Megatron sounds like I, I expect Megatron to hear, so I can go with that, you know? Yeah. So, it, it had a whole bunch of fucked up shit in it. I, honestly, I'll give you an uh, overall score of the movie. My overall score of the movie, I give it a three out of five, you know? Yeah. If they gave me visuals, I'm cool with that, you know? But, yeah, but the 86 Transform movie does hold up. Now, keep in mind, I just want you to know, we are not Transformers. Well, I'm not. I'm not a Transformer buff. I don't. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I
1: mean, I was. I, I mean, as a kid, that, that was the shit. I mean... I loved it as a kid.
0: Yeah. yeah, but let's be honest with you; those those cartoons were just thirty minute toy commercials.
1: Yeah,
0: that's all yeah. worth it.
1: Yeah, I didn't give a fuck at the time, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But you got some people really like. Now, keep in mind, we do have a. Outright Geekery does have a Transformer podcast. Yes,
1: they yeah. Those yeah, motherfuckers they, they are deep.
0: Go, <laughs> yeah, they go deep into this shit. Like I, I listened to it one time. Like, whoa, what, all this shit was in the cartoon. I didn't know. I didn't see any of that shit. <laughs> yeah so and you got people like pissed off about the canon and the mythology like like the the movie does some. Sh- oh now here's the thing that you watch that 86 card. can i spoil some shit for yeah i'm gonna spoil it i don't give a fuck the 86 card. Okay. i'm not the 86 i'm gonna spoil the movie because the movie oh. had nods and references to the 86 movie okay okay i'm glad you brought that up so we all what? know the, the bad guy the 86 movie unicron right
1: unicron oh is that him that big giant tendril from the sky or some shit oh that's not him well what the fuck damn it well i don't want to see it
0: now no no no, you're not Uh, when i tell you this you're really not gonna want to see it okay i'm gonna tell you the the big tendril thing that was coming to destroy the earth actually that was cybertron oh is it right the reason they were trying to destroy cybertron because apparently earth is unicron oh shit i'm (laughs) <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah so i don't know so that's supposed to be like that was the big reveal because here's the thing even though they call the movie the last night this is not the last transform movie they're gonna keep cranking these bitches out so so is is that is that why
1: is that why prime is like a bad guy in this movie and he's got to just try to destroy Unicron, which is her yes okay that's the movie that's the movie right there damn m night Shyamalan shit
0: huh (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was it so that's the whole point about that uh Earth is Unicron. As a matter of fact, like like Earth starts sprouting like teeth and shit out of nowhere, like robot teeth. Like nobody knows what the fuck going on, but like Earth, that's what. But uh, Megatron, uh, not Megatron. Prime has been brainwashed by one of the things in Cybertron. Now I don't know what this thing is, but apparently other people have been getting, you know, uh, their titties in a twist because whatever that thing was in Cybertron is from the lore or the canon. Oh, uh, they're fucking it up. That's not how it's supposed to go. I'm like, you really think Michael Bay watched that fucking cartoon. I don't think he cares. <laughs> oh, Hot yeah, Rod is in the movie also.
1: Okay, and he becomes Rodimus Prime. Pride. No. Oh, I mean, I'm talking about in the 86 movie.
0: In the 86 movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in this movie. Yeah. No, he's just some French robot that's just fast. That's it. He just talks oh, no. a French accent. That's it.
1: Like Pepe Le Pew and shit?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. I think he was uh, uh, a Pagani or one of Lambo, one of those really fast European cars. I, like oh, I can't okay. remember what it was, but yeah. that's the only reason he was there. He just shows up for like two time fights with them, and disappears. That's it. So none of that Rodimus Prime, none of that, uh, you got the touch. <laughs>
1: oh, that none song's that so awesome.
0: That song is so funny. It was a bunch of awesome man. The Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al uh, I had that
1: album. The Dare <laughs> to be Stupid. I actually had the Dare that to be
0: Stupid. That shit was fucking awesome,
1: man. <laughs> uh, but the oh, funny man. thing about the 86 cartoon that I'm noticing, I'm like, this that movie was about Transformers. The Transformers were the main characters. You know? Not like these these Michael Bay movies. It's like hours of of these stupid people that I don't give a shit about. And then just a little bit of robot fighting, Where these – car- oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That, that's the thing. Optimus Prime disappears for, like, a large chunk of the movie. Like an hour and a half, he does not show up, like, at all. Okay. Like, he shows up a little bit <laughs> at the beginning. That sounds like every movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but they really took it to another – and he does stupid shit like that. Like, like everybody's getting destroyed and shit like that, but he always got to show up. And, like, riding on a dinosaur or riding on a dragon or some shit like that. And then he just hop out of the way. Even though everybody had been getting fucking killed for, like, the last 30 or 40 minutes. and then, But he always had to show up with the last minute and start fucking up people. So, like, they're like, why the fuck you didn't just show up when, when everybody else did? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so they got, a, like, a transformer dragon, a three-headed transformer dragon and shit. And I was just, just flying on it, you know, with the sword and shit. Looking like some Game of Thrones shit. I'm like, man, just. This- and I just fuck everybody up. It's cool when he does it, but it's like it doesn't make any sense why he didn't just fight with everybody else when everybody else was fighting at the same time anyway. But yeah, but that's it. he just disappears for a long period of time. That's why a lot of people, a lot of people say they didn't like the movie because they're expecting Osmonds trying to be in it. He really just they really actually Bumblebee almost feels like the guy they're really pushing in this movie because I don't know if you know it or not. They have a Bumblebee spinoff coming. Yeah, I
1: heard they're gonna make a movie of them, Yeah,
0: yeah, and they did a lot of Rick Kindy's movie also. So apparently. The Transformers have been fucking with our history for like the last two thousand years. Like every major event, history-wise, they were involved in. It. Oh, uh, World War Two, they were there. <laughs> yeah, like the the army trucks flying around shit, they were there. Uh, uh slavery, they in <laughs> slavery. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, uh, they were all—they were transformers. (laughs) But they were protecting the transformers and shit like that. (laughs) They were like uh, Shia LaBeouf back in that time. Yeah,
1: why? Why these giant robots just didn't fucking kill all the masses? I don't know what the
0: fuck. Give me that movie. Yeah,
1: shit.
0: (laughs) It'd be like Oh, Birth of a Nation. Oh,
1: oh, dude, I watched that shit last night.
0: Man, that shit was man.
1: I was so pissed off. I thought it was gonna be. I was thought it was gonna be like Braveheart, man. I thought they were gonna like, like the the uprising don't fuck spoilers. It don't happen until like the last ten minutes of the fucking I'm movie. I'm like, that should have been the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that what I thought it was, was gonna the whole be. Movie. I just right. sit there, sitting there, watch two hours of being pissed off and shit. Like, what the fuck? They're supposed to start kicking their ass, right? Like,
0: <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for the whole time. They wait like an hour and a half, and then when they start actually start killing slave masters, that shit lasts like ten minutes. Yeah, and that was the end of the movie. I'm like. No, don't do that. shit, give me that whole fucking movie. I want to see him chop those slave master for like from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Yeah, you know what would have been cool about it? If they made like a horror movie and it was like, <laughs> you know, he's just like 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 Freddy or some shit or Jason. <laughs> he's just like stalking slave master shit.
1: Yeah, that would have been dope. I, I, yeah, I thought I was expecting Django and shit. Man, <laughs> yeah, right, I got Roots instead. I was like, man,
0: <laughs> like like we've seen this movie like a thousand times. Give us something we haven't seen before. Yeah. Honey.
1: Oh, yeah, we got off-subject again.
0: Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. Uh, The movie sucks. Transformers is the best bad movie you can possibly watch. That's all I'm saying. But at the same time, everybody keeps going about how these movies, uh, this movie particularly sucks. This movie they're jumping off. How did it suck? It's the same movie as the other one. So the way I feel like if you paid money to go see the fifth Transformer movie and you're disappointed, I don't see how. You yeah. deserve to be disappointed. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know, because I don't know, people are expecting like Oscar winning performances in a, a movie about giant robots attacking the earth. Really? you expecting like war, a war winning performances and, and deep meaning and, and social commentary from giant robots taking earth. No, it's giant robots taking earth. But, they were in, but dude, you. they were in world war
1: two and slavery, man. This is like intelligent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like what the fuck about watching? <laughs> you know? But it, yeah, it's stupid, it's dumb, it's not funny. It's they cut down on the you know being offensive. Marky Mark is all over the movie. It's like this. if you pay to go see Transformers Five, you get exactly what you expect to get. They don't throw anything else at you. It ain't get any different from any other movies. It's basically what you expect to get. So if you pay money, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why you pissed off about what you got. I got exactly what I thought I was going to get. You know. Same type of movie, but anyway, we can go from Transformers. Look, go see Transformers if you like these movies. If you don't like these movies, you're not gonna like this movie. Same shit. But if you like the other movies and complain about this movie, shut the fuck up.
1: You just yeah, about- and it's all your fault why they keep fucking getting made too.
0: <laughs> oh, that's another reason why. I, uh, that's another thing I want to get back. Like I said, we did look at the bad box office numbers of Transformers, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I was gonna So in 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 America. We don't give a fuck about Transformers. At the same time, I don't think they care because the movie has already done million over uh over the weekend. So, they're making all their money overseas. That's that's who's watching this movie. They're not they're not making these movies for us. They don't care about us anymore because they don't want really to watch it. They made these movies for overseas. It probably still has a good strong chance of hitting a billion when it's all said and done. Even though nobody in America really gives a fuck about these movies because... <laughs> That's the thing. Michael Bay doesn't care if you don't like these movies. Complain about the movies on you want to. They're going to keep making them. And they're going to keep making money. So, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. I guess we can move on, move on from that. Uh, yeah, it's transforming. It, it's it's kind of like a podcast being like almost $700 million. Nobody's seen it. World of Warcraft last year, nobody's seen it. They're making a secret. They made a whole bunch of money. But, yeah, but I guess we can move on from that. Uh, talking back about Wonder Woman. Let's bring this thing back to Wonder Woman. Now there was some reports coming out about her having a low wage thing. Did you hear about that, Eli? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who put this shit out there. I think they just stirring the pot just for no fucking reason, anything like that. Because basically, Gal Gadot got paid the same money everybody got paid. Now the thing was, uh, for the first Wonder Woman, week, and I think for the, her first three movies like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman and Just League. She got paid she getting paid uh three hundred thousand a piece for each movie.
1: Yeah, a piece. That's what they're that's what I heard this was overblown or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. So it really is overblown. But Jeez. it is just the fact that she's putting, you know, getting three hundred thousand like how she's gonna get three hundred thousand for this movie. Well first off, three hundred thousand how much Chris Evans got. Uh I think Chris Hemsworth got two hundred thousand. For the first Thor movie, so that's that's what you make for the your first movie you come out with. Basically, what happens is if the movie's successful, then you renegotiate and get your money. Uh, hell, Robert Downey Jr. I think he got five hundred thousand for the first like, Iron Man. The first Iron Man movie, yeah, yeah he got The funny thing about uh, the first Iron Man movie, and I'm going to go back to that, is because in that movie, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't even the, the highest paid actor in that movie. Uh, Terrence Howard was the highest paid actor. Yeah, in that movie. I was
1: about to say who was it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah Taran Howard made more money than everybody in that movie.
1: Yeah, because so, he was he was fresh off a of Hustle and Flow and shit.
0: Exactly, right. like I don't know, either he won an Oscar or he got nominated for Oscar or something like that. So he was he was big time. Yeah. There was a time that Taran Howard ruled the world, you know. So of course he could. Have, and then Robert Downey Jr. had his issues. We're not gonna get into it, but he had his issues going on. And for the most part, Marvel didn't even want him. Like like John Favreau had to fight for uh Robert Downey Jr. So yeah, he like look. You get the guy in the movie. Trust me. He's going to kill it. You don't have to worry about him. I'm going to watch him. He's going to be okay. So when it was a big hit and then it was time to renegotiate for Iron Man 2, if, if you remember that movie, you barely saw Terrence Howard even in the movie. So they would feel like, okay, we underpaid Robin Downey. We know we underpaid him for that movie. Let's pay him more money. But we're not going to have Terrence Howard the highest paid actor in the movie again. It's not going to happen. This ain't 2008 anymore whenever that movie came out. So of course they're going to replace him with a, with a cheaper actor. Everybody want to complain about, oh, they screwed over Terrence Howard. They really didn't screw over Terrence Howard. That's kind of business. They're not going to give him as much money as they gave Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So that's how it is. And plus, hey, Terrence Howard is a good actor. He, he bounced on his feet anyway. He He's doing fine. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be okay. Hollywood, Iron Man didn't ruin him. You know, he may have had to sit back and like that, but at the same time, he was okay. Uh, But that's how it is in these movies. When you your unknown actor... And you get these franchise first movies. Yes, it's gonna you're gonna take a low pay cut. That's gonna happen. Now, a lot of people are saying, yeah, Robert Downey Jr., and Chris Evans, and Hemsworth, all this stuff like that. They got hit hard. Well, they got low paychecks. But what about Henry Cavill? Now, the report, another report that they're kind of skewing they're saying Henry Cavill got 14 million for uh, Man of Steel, which I don't think that's true. I don't think he got 14 million. I think he got 14 million like over a period of movies. That's the thing that happened with that. Yeah, yeah, and plus off with that whole thing anyway, uh, even if he did get that much money, they really thought Man of Steel was going to make a billion anyway. Like, they didn't expect Wonder Woman to make a billion, but they expected Man of Steel to make a billion. So was Henry Henry Cavill overpaid? Hell yeah, he was overpaid. But hey, it is what it is. Wonder Woman, we know Wonder Woman, but at the same time, she really kind of is an unknown franchise. It really is a gamble. So of course it's going to be like that, but at the same time, it doesn't matter because... When they make the sequel, and they're going to make the sequel, Gal Gadot will get her money. She's going to renegotiate. Patty Jane's going to renegotiate. Everybody right. else going to be in the movie's going to renegotiate. They'll, they'll get their money. They're going to do the same thing that Robert Downey Jr. did for the first Iron Man movie.
1: Yeah, because so, this is all new movie because she's done she's done BBS, Wonder Woman, and, and Justice League. That's
0: right. And, she, that's, yeah. Yeah. and Yeah. And that's where Wonder Woman screwed up because they should have put in a long-time contract. Anyway, that's one thing. As many things as Fox movies have fucked <clears> up, <throat> one thing they did do was lock down. Like Jennifer Lawrence and and McAvoy and Fast, they locked those people down to like like uh, uh, multiple movies and to begin with, so like those actors are huge now, <coughs> but yeah. yeah, but they were making they were still getting underpaid for the the movies they were making. Jennifer Lawrence was definitely underpaid, and she was you know, like one of the highest gross actors that were out there. So, that's neither here nor there. That was fake news. <laughs> Gal Gadot is getting her money. She will get a lot more money with the stuff she's doing now, so she'll be okay. I don't know who's putting this propaganda stuff out there, but that is what it is. Uh, we have another movie coming out that's being fast-tracked right now. So, Eli, what have you heard about the Venom movie?
1: I heard Tom Hardy's supposed to be in it. I heard that it's – there was rumors that it's going to be in the MCU, but I heard it's not going to be in the MCU and that they're trying to – Sony's trying to bring it all back into their universe and probably fuck it up again and <laughs> –
0: <laughs> and and it's supposed to be a horror movie, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well here's the thing. Now you know the movie comes out next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. fast tracking the shit out of this movie. They're gonna they're making this thing as fast as possible. Oh, and they've also announced the bad guy for the movie.
1: Yeah, I heard that yeah. He's gonna fight Carnage.
0: Yeah. Now, here's the thing. When I first heard about this being movie, I was like, uh, oh, this shit sounds like a bad idea. But hearing Carnage, that made me go, okay, wait a minute, I'm I'm interested now. <laughs>
1: You yeah, know? so I mean, so they're trying to hero. Up. I'm a little. They're trying to hero
0: up Venom. That's fine. Mean, <laughs> this, this isn't the first time they've done it. I mean, yeah, yeah. We all know the the, the '90s books. They're trying to make Venom a thing in the '90s. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: So and it wasn't just Venom. It was like Juggernaut had a thing. He had a book and Sabretooth joined the X mens like that. It was a big thing in the '90s. Make bad guys, good the, guys. Yeah, so like, the anti heroes.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah, the good bad guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was a thing. That was a yeah. thing there. So they're trying to do the thing. So yeah, I because you can't put Carnage in a PG thirteen movie. You just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, having Carnage in a movie like that, and then I think it's a little bit too hard for a Spider-Man movie. But I think I think this will work. I think this is actually a good idea from Sony, which they don't make a whole lot of good ideas. But I think it's a good idea. Have Venom now, whether it's in the MCU or not, I don't know. Maybe it is. The thing is funny about the interview is that. The head of Sony said, it. oh, yeah, it's going to be part of the MCU. We're bringing it all back. Sony and Venom part of it. And then Kevin Feige just looked at it like, the fuck? Bitch. <laughs> 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 so that was kind of funny there. But I think this might work. You make a horror movie with Venom. So it's like like Spider-Man with horror powers fighting Carnage. And you're just going to have Carnage just chopping up people. You can do a maximum Carnage. Maybe Spider-Man will show Maybe he won't. It could it's, it, I'm 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 at least bought into the idea. Now yeah. Sony has been
1: known.
0: But they've been known <laughs> to fuck up good ideas, so we'll we'll see how this go, but if they make it yeah. rated or stuff like that, 'cause I don't I don't trust Sony at all. Yeah. Marketing wise, they are really fucking up Spider Man <laughs> right now. Even though it looks like a good movie, they're fucking up Spider Man marketing wise. That sounds like something they're doing, not the MCU. So I don't know. We'll see we go from there. Yeah. Um uh, Guess we keep going from there. Uh yeah, so Han Solo having all kind of fucked up issues. That'd yeah,
1: move. yeah, that kind of came from out of nowhere.
0: That's yeah, uh what do we have? Uh Lord and Miller.
1: Yeah, is Lord and name? Miller.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those guys. So they were attached to it. I think they got fired or left something like that. Because yeah, I think, they got
1: canned. Yeah, they yeah. got
0: fired. Yeah. I think what I think what I've been hearing is that they wanted to make the movie like a straight up comedy. You know?
1: Yeah. Well they made to 21 Jump Street, and they made, like, Lego movies. and Yeah. They, they're good at doing comedies and, and sort of reinventing, you know, making the spoofy things out of stuff we love or or other properties. Yeah. So I think they were trying to do that with Han Solo, and maybe some people got a little like, no, no, we ain't doing that shit.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that, that doesn't fit the Star Wars tone. You know, Star Wars kind of, you know, takes itself seriously at least they tried to they they had jokes and stuff like that but for the most part star wars take itself seriously but yeah. i thought the whole point of these anthology movies were to take the movies in like different genres anyway you know like like rogue one was definitely like a more of a war movie than like the star wars movies had been before so it's like yeah. you know different genre and you would think a star wars movie would kind of be like especially if you got uh donald glover playing lando who is a comedian stand-up comedian yeah. you yeah. think they go that route
1: Yeah, and it sounds like that they were like doing let letting the actors do a lot of improv. Yeah, and so they were probably you know I'm sure they were probably taking the movie in different directions, but yeah, Lawrence Kasdan, the guy who wrote you know Empire and and you know Raiders of the Lost Ark and you know who's a Lucasfilm you know legend, and he's probably no hey you guys ain't doing that shit to my script, and (laughs) (laughs) And and he's all he's all in with Kathleen Kennedy. Who's in charge of everything and say "Eh, no? no, Okay, we got no, no, we're not having. (laughs) (laughs) I I could. That's what it sounds like would happen. Like these guys would be would be just a little too goofy, and they're like, (laughs) okay, because what sucks is they've been shooting since like February, so Mm -hmm. they had to be almost done. So for them to almost get to get fired, like when they were almost done with the movie, it's like what
0: the hell, man. So. what they're saying is that they they shot so much of the movie like no matter what happens their name is still going to be in the director's credits you know
1: yeah
0: and so yeah. But, but it's 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 messed up I I don't know it's kind of like we're we're getting a different movie now I don't yeah. know I don't they know they say Ron
1: Howard in. they say Ron Howard's like gonna step yeah. in
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Opie's doing it yeah and I don't know if I should be saying Opie because that is kind of racist. <laughs> I don't know what he is with, but yeah, Ron Howard, and I think that's kind of like, a, did he, did he do Willow? Or he did, he did Willow,
1: he did Cocoon, and Splash, yeah. he did a lot of underwater, he just did that Moby Dick movie with Thor, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. yeah, he's do he does a lot of water movies, so I hope, like, Han is not going to be, like, underwater with old people.
0: You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sea is the water, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Ron Howard seems like he kind of fits the Star Wars mold, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, sure he's. he's, he's with yeah, them. and I'm sure he's down with them. You know, I think it's yeah, I get back to the generation gap. I mean, these are younger guys. You know, uh, Lord Miller and I. They're like, okay, you got all these guys who've been in charge of Star Wars from the get go, and they're like, okay, we we're, we want to not too comfortable with like letting them go all out and experiment.
0: Right. So They, I they think, want to yeah. rein them in a little bit, yeah, yeah. because they they. They don't want, I guess, Star Wars to take too much of a tonal shift. Uh, but at the same time, I think it, it's almost a necessary evil. I think it has to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, now you keep making Star Wars movies the same way you made them forty years yeah. ago, yeah.
1: And I guess the, those reshoots with Rogue One, I guess that was the thing with that is like, I guess the movie was way darker than it originally was in the theaters. Like that's why they did those reshoots. So they're like, this shit's getting way too serious and dark. We want to have a little bit of fun. This is Star Wars. It's supposed to be some fun. And we want to bum people out, you know. But, you know, what I liked about Rogue One was the fact that it it did have a little bit of balls. And it did kill everybody and shit. <laughs> and it did kind of take itself a little bit serious, you know.
0: Yeah, then, like both, it, was a, it was a flat-out war movie. Like it was a movie they wouldn't have made 40 years ago, you know.
1: Yeah, you know. And then throw Darth Vader at the end and, oh, my God, oh. But,
0: but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little fan service, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so.
1: yeah. But uh, but yeah yeah it's just it's a little worrisome because I was a little I didn't really need a young Han Solo movie you know it's like you're recasting a, an iconic
0: character this is already a big risk you know what I mean but like, now to find a young Harrison Ford yeah. Hollywood has been looking for a young Harrison Ford for the last forty years yeah they haven't found them yet yeah so so they think they can find one you know.
1: Yeah, so it's just just a little worrisome now. It's like now they fired these guys when they were almost done shooting the damn movie. And, uh, you know.
0: (laughs) I mean, to be honest with you, uh, 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 Harrison Ford movie, I mean, not Harrison Ford, Han Solo movie does sound kind of interesting if you do it right. I mean, think about it. He meets Lana for the first time. But I hope they, they don't, Calls plot holes. Because I, I know the whole time I was watching Rogue One, the whole time I was looking, okay, where are they going to put the plot holes? Up. And I think I might have found one or two somewhere in there if I look, look hard enough. For yeah. the most part, they they made it fit, you know. Yeah. They, they they even fit. answer some stuff like, okay, how did they, you know, uh, why did they have that weakness in the Death Star? You know, so to kind of answer some stuff in there. Yeah. I'm cool with it. But how I'm the,
1: the fuck are R2 and C-3PO on the base when – the Panther is already in
0: the fucking sky and all this. <laughs> right, you know, stuff like that. But some stuff yeah. you got to let go, you know, they're, they're going to fuck us with stuff. Yeah. Same thing with the Han Solo movie, you know, kind of details detailed, like, what kind of guy was Han Solo? You would expect him to be some kind of ladies' man, you know, flying around the galaxy, stuff like that, you know, like like Captain Kirk, basically, knocking off. Yeah, blue chicks and green chicks and furry chicks and whatever. You Star know. Lord,
1: he's Star Lord.
0: <laughs> exactly, you expect Star Lord, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lando and Lando Calrissian supposed to be in there, but at the same time, with the way they made it sound, like basically like Han and Lando weren't really cool, weren't really f- friends, because yeah. you know when he showed up in Empire, he was like, oh shit, do I really want to deal with this guy again? You know?
1: Yeah. I don't trust him either. a right. Friend. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i was ready yeah i don't know if I a young han solo movie just when i first heard about it i was like yeah i don't know i think i already <laughs> seen that it was called firefly but uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and that's the thing like a lot of these movies like because the thing is they give you so much backstory in the first episode you know in the first trilogy is that you almost don't want to see it visualized because it's never gonna meet what you expect it to be like okay yeah. like he makes the kiss run in, in 12.5 I'm fucking up. I'm not, parsex, not on parsecs, man. I'm fucking up, man. I'm, fucking, I'm sorry. <laughs> Star Wars fans, yeah, you get a free shot of me. Whoop my ass. I yeah, I was supposed to this stuff. But, yeah, okay, so he does the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Now, I don't know what that is, but I'm thinking that shit is going to be awesome. But, however, I already know if they make a movie about it, it's not going to be as awesome as I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, if you make a Han Solo movie, you have to have that. You have to have the Kessel Run. Yeah. Otherwise, like, what's the point?
1: Or him winning the Millennium Falcon and Sabak
0: and all that shit. Right, you know, yeah. in the card game, you know, against Lando. You expect to see this stuff, but yeah. I already know if I see it, it's not going to be as awesome as I expect to do <laughs> But at the same time, I guess that's kind of, well, some movies, like, like Civil War, for instance. Okay, you read the comic book of Civil War back in 6, 06 like, oh, man, this is fucking insane. But you know when they make the movie, it's not gonna live up anywhere near what you read in the comic books. Like even <laughs> if they had all the rights and the shit, you know it's not gonna be like that. So yeah, I don't I don't want to be let down. I, my imagination is always better than whatever they Hollywood end up making it. Anyway, because yeah, they're always yeah. it with And that's a, that's <laughs> the thing about
1: Star, Star Wars fans is we we all had the toys and we've been playing this shit in our heads all our lives. So yep. when it comes to a movie, if it sucks, then damn it. And I I think people take ownership over these movies right because you
0: can't you can't imagine anymore it's right there you know and it's and especially when since it's right there and probably a billion people's gonna see it and things like that they're gonna expect you know you can't i don't know I, i don't know how i feel about this hopefully but i don't know if i wanted to be like like 21 jump street in space yeah. that sounds like it might be awesome. I don't know how I feel about that, but...
1: Yeah, Step Brothers in space, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> We'll see, but I, to say, I think gonna have, you're probably going to see a little bit of that there, but you're going to get some reshoots where they're going to tone it down. I hope it's not too big of a tonal shift and things like that, so... Yeah. But, yeah, mo- moving on from that, oh, this is my favorite part of the show where we're going to talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not exactly what you would expect. Uh, the funny thing about it is that... Uh, Sega has made a revival, so you know how Nintendo made all these this classic system and things like that, where you buy them in the store and stuff like that? Sega took it a step further and uh, decided to go with the technology. And now, for everybody that has a cell phone out there, uh, Eli, what kind of cell phone you got? Uh, I got a
1: Samsung Galaxy whatever the
0: fuck, yeah. <laughs> has, has it blown up on you yet?
1: No, has it hasn't. No. I,
0: I, 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 didn't, I didn't get the one that
1: blows up, I guess. <laughs>
0: so yeah but that's the thing now the uh sega has released some of their classic games onto cell phones no shit so, yeah so you damn. got damn yeah so you got like sonic damn. You Got like i think it was like fantasy star uh other other shit on it too. <laughs> yeah so it's 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 insane the stuff they're doing right now like the the whole like sonic one is free like you can download it right now it's free you can definitely get it it's on there i'm like wow that's that's insane right there
1: well, I hope I can get, because I couldn't even download the Pokemon shit last summer because I didn't have enough room on my fucking cell
0: phone. <laughs> Come on, you can delete an uh, uh, app or something. You can, yeah. you can, there's always room to find. Delete some of those videos and pu- pictures on your phone.
1: Yeah, no shit, yeah. Get rid of Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what I was trying to, you know, my, my nephew has like a tablet and thing like that. and I was finding games for him to play stuff like that, Uh, you know, like these shitty mountain bike games, stuff like that. But I'm like, man, if I can get him to play Sonic and all the games I play. Yeah, I'll definitely download for him, let him play that stuff. You know, definitely he'll have fun with that. So and that's the thing about these cell phones, like they're more powerful than the video game system that we had growing up <laughs> yeah. in, in their hands. It's like this. And that, that's the generation gap. We grew yeah. up with this stuff, they're growing up with these tablets. I don't I don't see any kid five or four years and older that doesn't have a tablet. They yeah. don't have a like like video game systems aren't their thing. But they'll play the shit out of a tablet game.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, so that's that's what this thing's going to now. So putting all these games on the tablet, definitely gonna go download it. I'm probably gonna play it, especially if you can hook it up to a TV and you know they have the they got all kind of on stuff like that, man. You just you just walk around the tablet, you good to go. Your phone and you good to go, uh, and I guess that's good. And they're probably gonna make some more games on Sega also because I I looked to see if Streets of Rage was on there one two and three. I didn't see it on there, so definitely put that on there. I want to play that shit. I will definitely pay money for that Sega if you do that. So
1: echo, echo the Dolphin. <laughs> that
0: game fucking suck, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bought that game. I oh, like because get, because you know I think I had Game Pro. And it was like a five, you know, fun factor five. It's yeah. not like, okay, this game must be fun. I played up like, it's a fucking dolphin, man. I going to play I this
1: shit. Uh, my, my, my mom made my brother get that game. That was back in the Mortal Kombat days where she didn't want to get them violent video games.
0: Right, was, so you get a dolphin game. But see, yeah. we, we had a tough time back then because the only way we knew if a game was good back then was to look at the cover yeah (laughs) so if the if the cover like like Castlevania had like the most epic cover ever of all time like this muscular dude with the whip and shit you know and then we actually see it you're like nothing that was on the cover but that's how you had to go back so
1: do you do you remember a game called cyborg justice
0: it sounds familiar it was the it was the 80s and 90s how many cyborg games were they
1: yeah this was on the genesis though
0: I remember east Do you remember east no E-SWAT was awesome. It was a fucking Robocop ripoff, man. You start off as uh, a regular cop. I, ha-
1: I had Robocop versus Terminator on uh, on, on Genesis.
0: <laughs> Didn't have that wanted to get that thing. My cousin had that went over and played it. But no, no. What you said, Cyborg Justice? What, what was yeah. that about?
1: It was like you're a robot and you fight other robots the whole game. And I, I figured out a way how to get through the whole game without dying, and, lo- and I could beat the whole game not without losing a life because you could like rip off torsos and their arms and replace. Your arm with their arms and shit. The hell, I've never heard of a game. But it was a it was a side scroller. It was a, like you know, it, it was like Streets of Rage, you know, or or or, or Double Dragon, where you just yeah. scrolled along and you fought everything.
0: So, oh yeah. man, Altered Beast is on. I'm, I'm looking at the game right now. Altered Beast is yeah. on there.
1: Altered Beast was dope. That was that was like the free game that came with the. Uh,
0: yeah, with the Genesis at the time. Genesis. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So man, this is this is a game changer here, man. look at Fantasy Star. That was like a role playing game, kind of like Final Fantasy. They got that on there. Uh, Crazy Taxi is on here, so it's oh, not just so it's not <laughs> just Genesis games. They actually got like some some Dreamcast games on there, stuff like that. So, oh uh, man, this is definitely a game changer. I think you know kids are definitely gonna be into this. Uh, something else that happened this weekend. Hopefully. All of my PC gamers out there, they do have some Steam sales on right now. Steam is running their summer sale. It's going to lasting now until July 5th. Uh, you can probably get some games there for like $5, something like that. But definitely go on there and check it out. I haven't bought anything yet. I'm kind of waiting for some more games to go on sale before I actually pay, pay money for it. But definitely get it. They're doing summer sales right now. They're probably going to do a winter sale right now. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else we can talk about on video games? That's pretty much it. Other than that, no other game came out. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Now we can move on from there. Uh, let's see what if we have there. I guess we can finally talk about, on our comic book podcast that we have now, we actually talk about comic books. You know? Comic books. We can talk about really? comic books. And uh, I'm going to just start briefly. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to let you start because I'm, I'm actually going to go into a little
1: monologue. You know, you're going to rant watch. and shit? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I let you go first, so devil. But, yeah, what, what you end up reading this this week?
1: I read the new issue of Batman, Batman number 25, which was the beginning. Now,
0: let's recap. 24 was the issue where he proposed to Catwoman, right? Yes. Okay, okay. So, uh, go go ahead. Okay, so where where are we now?
1: So, this is basically the start, uh, part one of the war of riddles and jokes, or jokes and riddles. Um, It is...
0: Is that what I think it is? Uh,
1: What you think it is?
0: Riddle and Joker teaming up?
1: Almost, they okay. do take they do take center stage. Okay, it, it is a Riddler and Joker story. Now it's 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 narrated by by Bruce Wayne. He's narrating this story um, about, and it's from the past. So obviously, it's you know you want to stick in fucking canon, you know, because we yeah, haven't cause
0: you, technically Joker's supposed to be dead, in that right? Yeah, now, we right?
1: haven't seen the Joker since Endgame. We haven't seen Riddler since. What zero year old maybe? I don't even know. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is you know we haven't seen these motherfuckers since then. So but it is a pack. This is a flashback. It, it's it's told. He's narrating something that happened in the past, and it's the Riddler. He's a younger Riddler, and it's a younger Joker. Um, and basically, they're trying to team up to, of course, take down Batman. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a kind of a cool twist at the end. And they end up going to war against each other. So that, hence is the, you know, that sets off this war. Now, um, I thought it was a really cool issue. It was, it's like I said, it's 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 all narration. It's it's told like a like a film noir detective story. And you know, well, it's Batman. And those are my favorite Batman stories. Is when you know the street level crime shit. And this is yep. definitely like the art is totally cool. It's like a lot of shadows and you know a lot of dark you know shadowy spaces and shit
0: so it, it really fits the tone but, yeah, it, but this, this is still Tom King uh writing the book right yes
1: Tom King yeah he's still now, doing this
0: who, who's the artist
1: um it was uh, uh was it Jan- Janik or Janik or how do you say the name uh, uh Miguel J- Janine Miguel-, Miguel Janine and June oh. Chum
0: Something.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it it looks like uh it, it looks like some Watchmen type shit, you know what I mean, or some Frank Miller Sin City type shit, only with color. You know, okay. it's really noirish. So um, and it begins awesomely, like uh, the Joker is like taking these uh, he's holding auditions for comedians, and they they tell a joke and they don't make him laugh, so he kills them. And there's like this pile of dead bodies on, on like the floor of this comedy club where he, he brings out each comedian, they tell a joke, and a joker kills him because he's not making them laugh. And that's the thing, is it's a it's a it's a younger joker, um, obviously before he got his face ripped off and he got the faux hawk, you know, from Snyder's run, you know. <laughs> and he's he's seems to be in a shitty place. He's bored, he's not laughing anymore. And the Riddler is in jail. He he's kind of he ends up escaping, and he finds the Joker. The jo- he sees that the Joker's been doing all these fucked up crimes, and he's leaving clues. And he looks on a map, and it's obviously a clown face on the map. And then the nose is where the Joker's location. So he tracks down the Joker, and he proposes to him. He's like, "Hey, I know why you're depressed. I know why you're not laughing anymore, and it's because that you know Batman always beats us he's he's always one step ahead of both of us so you know why don't we team up you know and we'll we'll kill him you know and the, and the joker's like hmm and then he takes a gun and just shoots the riddler <laughs> what the fuck yeah he just shoots the riddler and then takes off and like the Riddler's just laying there bleeding and shit but then he survives and this and this starts this War of jokes and riddles, like so. It, it, it's an awesome splash page at the end where it shows like all the fucking like Batman villains like fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's kind of
0: like civil war, but with with the Rogues Gallery, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. So it's Solomon Grundy and 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 and, uh, and fucking uh, Penguin and, and and you know uh, Deadshot versus. Uh, Bloodshot or not Bloodshot, uh, Death Blow or not Death Blow, fuck what's his <laughs> De- death Deathstroke, Deathstroke, right. Dead Deadpool, Deadshot, Bloodshot, yeah. same shit, same shit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they're all fighting each other, and then it cuts to, you know, Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle in bed. You know, obviously just got done, you know, smushing, and he's right. he's been narrating the story, and he's like, Did they leave the costumes on? No, no, they're they're both naked. <laughs> oh. I thought that was their thing, you know. <laughs> and they're in bed; they're not on a rooftop. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying, "I have to tell if if you're to get to know me." Basically, he's being honest with Selena Kyle, and he's like, "For you to, you know, you need to know exactly who I am and and all the things that I've done." And there's something fucked up that he's done during this war of riddles and jokes, and that's where it ends. So, and like I said, it's a flashback. So.
0: Okay. So, yeah. That yeah, sounds pretty cool. So I get a chance to tell a Joker story without, without you know, revealing the Joker yet, because I know they've been trying to stay away from the Joker as much as they wanted. You know? Yeah. It's, and, it's, you know.
1: and that's the thing. I mean, I, I, it's a cool story. It's, it's a cool setup and all that shit. And I give it a, yeah, I guess I give it about a four out of five, you know, art's cool The storyline. The way it was paced was really cool. But though my whole thing is like, oh, yeah, I know this is in the past. So I know... What's you know everybody's not gonna die you know you know what I mean right so that's my only it's it's predictable so that that's the only thing I have my beef with you know because you know because we can't ruin continuity we can't ruin the canon so they, they might be
0: saving <laughs> stuff like I said you just had the button happen they're probably saving some stuff right now they probably yeah. have a big story coming and it's probably more or less filler right now
1: yeah
0: even though it's no. probably probably a well thought out story but it's probably filler until they have their their news thing coming out right now. So no, nah, but that, that definitely sounds very interesting. Barely, I mean, uh, a bad guy civil war. Like, yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Not just with Batman, but like with, with anybody. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty cool page. I like. Like,
0: oh shit, that looks awesome. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Actually, you know, actually, I've heard one story that has happened before. Okay. And you it, it's, it's fucked up. It's actually a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle story. Oh damn. Yeah. And it's actually one of their more known story. Like, like Tina Mintry actually had like some classic story arcs. This one, of their classic story arcs, like, like uh, the name of the story is City at War. Hmm. So so Shredder has died. And the thing is, in the comic books like this, is like, like back in the ni- early 90s and shit like that, when they made this, like when they took them serious in the comics. Books. So Shredder died. And basically, since he died, there was like a power vacuum of crime in the city. And so you had the foot soldiers who were led by Karai, you know, his daughter, or Lieutenant, whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time she ever showed up in the comics. I think that this is like her first arc. So she popped out of nowhere. She took over the foot clan. This like, is my clan. But at the same time, since Shredder was gone, the regular gangsters of the street uh, wanted to take over also. So it was just like this big-ass war, and the Ninja Turtles were in between it all together, you know, trying to stop them from destroying the city, you know. Yeah, I'm like it. It was, it was actually like a classic storyline. Like I don't know why the fuck they won't turn that into a movie some kind of way. Cause they, and they don't have to keep making sh- Shredder over and over again. They can tell that story, you know. Yeah. And it was pretty cool, you know, with the, uh, the Ninja Turtles fighting the Foot Clan. They had like this. They and the, the Foot Clan was some bullshit either. They had like the elite Foot Clan. But they had like these four dudes that were in the Foot Clan that were just as good as the turtles. So when they were <laughs> fighting, they were like shit going at each other and stuff, you know. Pretty cool story. Anyway, I think yeah. we got all uh, <laughs> it's, comic <laughs> books, yeah, it's comic books. It's comic It happens. So now we can talk about oh, the, the book I want to talk about real quick. Uh, so where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Mighty Thor, the new book, the Mighty Thor number twenty. And apparently, in the Mighty Thor number twenty, we have a new Thor. A new Thor. And is a new Thor. Yep. And. Yeah, and apparently this Thor, this isn't Jane Foster's Thor, this is a brand new Thor coming out, and the poster, the comic book cover, is actually a a throwback or a nod or homage to the classic, uh, excuse me, I think it was Walt Simonson, I think it was a Walt Simonson story, the, the, the story they introduced Beta Ray Bill. So it's, oh, the okay. same, it's the same cover, but it was with a new Thor in it. And this Thor, uh, and i go ahead and spoil it for you, this Thor is Volstag so who's that uh if you watch the movie the fat guy the fat little troll viking
1: oh okay
0: yeah that guy okay so apparently but he has the hammer of the ultimate thor like that that like the hammer with the blade on it so he has that hammer so he has the, the ultimate thor hammer he's supposed to be like this more ruthless version of thor like basically he kind of looks like thor before marvel got the hands on, like how you expect the viking god of thunder
1: oh yeah. to look. like the norse mythology
0: thor The Northern, <laughs> that's how look this yeah. big flowing red beard and shit and he's got the thor. okay so it's like i don't know i think it might be pretty interesting stuff like that Um, uh, but like i said the, the reason i'm gonna go with that because this stuff happens all the time you know and basically what happened is like uh you know this thor right here like volstag basically the reason he got him because ultimate thor who had the hammer he's dead so that's how he got the hammer now, and I don't – and he's probably going to team with the other Thors and stuff like that. But, I mean, the, this is what I want comic book fans to understand. Notice how nobody's freaking out or getting upset and pissed off about this one because this stuff happens all the time. Like heroes will step down and somebody else will take the take over the throne and say, like, remember the Clone Saga and Captain America getting fired back in the 80s You a U.S. agent taking over – and also, like, it, like this stuff happens. There's nothing to freak out over. So I don't know why these new fans are freaking out all these new characters are popping up. When the new guys are going to show up again anyway, it doesn't even really matter. So just let the story go. We got Volstagg as Thor. He's probably going to be the Thor you always wanted anyway. More ruthless, more vicious, warlike Viking god. You know, we'll see where the story goes. Nothing can get away from son. So I just want people to just stop freaking out because what else we have going on? Uh
1: Nazi Cap.
0: Fuck that. This is a new episode. We're not gonna talk about Nazi Cap. I'm gonna save Nazi Cap for another story when I got a (laughs) little guilt up for him. But uh funny thing about it, oh, have you heard the rumors about War Machine? Oh,
1: I heard that fucking the Punisher is supposed to be coming.
0: Punisher is coming, yeah. I don't know if it's happening or not. I hate to talk about rumors, but it looked like that's where it's gonna go right now. So like Punisher might be the new War Machine coming out because you know they killed James Rowe and like Civil War or whatever. Hey, what happens? What happens? But honestly, that shit sounds kind of awesome. Well, <laughs> I kind of want to see that. I heard that he's on Nazi
1: Cap's side though. That kind of pisses me off. But yeah.
0: No, if if no, that makes
1: sense. If it really,
0: I that want. That makes yeah. I I, yeah.
1: I want Punisher to like rip off the fucking suit and just go on a killing spree on the on the on the streets
0: (laughs) well here's the thing because we already know that punisher has always like idolized you know and he will worship captain america like he's always been that way and the way punisher is always he kind of almost acts like a hydra agent think about it he just goes down and just murders people in the street whoever he feels like whatever that feels like you know with no proof or no just anything like that it sounds like some shit that hydra would want to do i mean Here's the thing. Punisher, to me, has never been a hero. He's always been a fucked-up individual, but it's just cool to read about a fucked-up individual because he's doing all this wild shit. So if Captain America is evil, just murdering people left and right, whoever he wants to go with, and Punisher idolizes him, I can see him kind of being like, huh, he'll probably like this version of Captain America better than the other version of Captain America. So I can see him being on Captain America. I can see him being Captain America's right hand. to me, it makes sense.
1: I guess. I mean, sure. I mean, I won't read it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't Call know. That's a the
1: Punisher. thing is, like, I like I like my Punishers contained on the streets, just shooting, dropping many suckers on the street. I I don't read. I didn't read the the, the Doctor Strange crossover. I didn't. I I did read the Deadpool crossover. I. <laughs> so, I,
0: oh didn't read, did, I didn't, did you ever yeah. read? Did you ever read the story when Punisher fought Electro?
1: No, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, wait, I mean, like, hey, oh no, 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 I didn't see that. So,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> okay. It was actually pretty kind of awesome, man. Like, you know, it's funny when when Punisher is fighting these super super villains, and it's like he's about to kill them, or he like stabbed him or some shit, and he kind of got away. So it, it's kind of like I prefer crime to war, Punisher. Cause that's where he works the best. But whenever he steps out of that element, every now and then, it's it's kind of awesome. Depending <laughs> on how they do it, it don't it not work all the time, but sometimes it's kind of awesome, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean. I used to like, yeah, when he took on the Punisher. I mean, I mean, when he took on Wolverine back in the day, and yeah, no, But ever since you know Garth Ennis' run, I'm like, eh, yeah, that, that's he just brought it to another level. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't, I don't want that to be my regular Punisher. No, I want Punisher to be Punisher. But whenever he steps out of his comfort zone a little bit, like Secret Empire, and he is Hydra Punisher, like Hydra Punisher to me makes sense. It just does. Because I never looked at him like a hero. So the the thing, because the, the way they're trying to paint Hydra, they're trying to make him like, no, they're bad guys. But they're trying to make you see it from their point of view. And I can see Punisher going at right. I can see him talking about, like, the shit he's doing with uh, Magneto. Now, there's no fucking way Magneto should be joining Hydra. I'm sorry, that shouldn't happen. Yeah. But basically, Captain America's trying to get him on his side. He's like, I tell you what, I'm going to give you the one thing you wanted. And he gave him the head of the Red Skull. Who like I'm, I'm giving you this as a peace offering, because of course Magneto has always hated Red Skull.
1: Yeah,
0: doing that bullshit is all. And you know what? I kind of like Red Skull. I kind of like when Red Skull is done right. He's one of the most awesome villains because the comic writers when they really write a Red Skull story, he's like racist as fuck. <laughs> he like hates every fucking body, man. How dare you touch me? I'm the master race. <laughs> you know like he's teaming up with mandarin and shit you know like <laughs> yeah like that shit is funny as hell man. <laughs> oh man that's how he should be done like i i, I that's why i like reading rich gold stories making he just goes all fucking out man so you know eventually gonna bring him back anyway but can we get off subject again uh
1: thor
0: yeah <laughs> we're talking about thor yeah uh thor's fat now whatever <laughs> <laughs>
1: is jason Aaron rest still writing this
0: uh, well, you know, you gotta remember, Jason Harris was doing the, the, uh, what was the name of that book? The Unworthy Thor. He was doing The Unworthy Thor. Oh. So, yes, but he's doing this one also. He's doing The Mighty Thor also. Now, I think The Unworthy Thor, I think that book is, I think that run is done already. I think they only were doing, like, a mini series of that or something like that, so, yeah, so that was, that was pretty cool with that. I'm, I'm actually, I haven't read The Unworthy Thor, but I'm gonna sit down and read that because I think they ain't got a lot of... A lot of stuff in there. He actually got it in a trade also. Some of those books are on Marvel Unlimited, so, yeah. Definitely yeah, check
1: I should go check. I mean, I, I read some of his older Thor runs, like, from a few years back, but I I never read the Jane Foster one, or, you yeah, know, so I should go check it
0: out. Honestly, all, all that hoopla about all this stuff that they were doing with these heroes, like, people were really, you know, getting their panties in a bunch of stuff like that. Honestly, some of those stories were kind of interesting, you know, like, uh, like, the Jane Foster story probably is interesting. Uh, Samuel Wilson, Captain America. You're like, he's fighting the socials like that. They said he has some real good stuff on there. The Unworthy Thor. I hear him that story. is like, really, really good. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, what's this? Oh! The, the Totally Awesome Hulk. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Now, I think I trashed the shit out of that book last year. I think I did. But here's the thing. I, I get it. I understand that book now. It's a and, generation gap. It's back. We're back the it's generation. a generation gap again. That's exactly what it is. Like, it's <laughs> not my Hulk. I want my Hulk back. Blah, blah, blah. STW. But I, I get it, man. Basically, what it is is that Amadeus show is basically he enjoys being the Hulk. That's the whole point of it. Like, Banner always hated being the Hulk. And we've been hearing that story for like 50, 60, 70 years. have a Hulk years. You know, however have a long he is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's an interesting spin on the character to make a character. That likes being the Hulk. Like, being the Hulk is fun. I like smashing shit, whatever like that. So, it's a different take on the kick. Now, we know Banner's coming back. That's fine. But until he gets back, you know, let him go that. Now, is Marvel leaning in too hard on the the race changing and kind of leaning to I think so because I just realized that on Marvel Unlimited, uh, a book from last year popped up where Hulk teams up with Asian NBA basketball player Jeremy Lin. Like, He's a real guy, and he's teaming up with Asian Hulk in this book, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if you can do that, Marvel, but oh well, whatever. You want to lean into the market and demographic? Let's see where you go from there. So, so that's what oh, I'm going to what, do. What demographic is that? I wonder. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. There. I'm not going to test it. Oh man, I thought
1: we were the comic book bullies, man. What's
0: yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, like I said, I'm going to go back and, and read some of those older books that I think everybody's been scared to read because The Champions has kind of sold me on those characters. If you read The Champions' book, they kind of sell you on it because they put them all in one book and it, you got to kind of get a chance to check out the personalities where they're going with it. They're not the characters you expect, but they're different cakes on the characters you grew up with. And I'm cool with that. You know, the other guys come back anyway. So I'm going to read Riri Williams and check it out from there. You know. Yeah. Oh, but what everybody should be reading is that fucking uh, Dr. Doom book. That book is fucking awesome, man. Definitely read that one. He's, uh, Doctor, I think mean, I even talked you about You mean Invincible
1: one Iron Man, that one?
0: Yeah, the, the, the infamous Iron Man. That's what they call it.
1: Okay. I haven't yeah, read infamous,
0: that, though. No. <laughs> oh, man, it's fucking awesome, man. So Dr. Doom is a good guy. He basically, like, took Iron Man's suit, run around in Iron Man's suit. But Reed Richards, an uh, evil version of him has came back to our present time. And he's trying to destroy the world. So the whole book, you got Dr. Doom fighting Reed Richards, but it's like vice versa. That shit is like fucking insane, man. I don't know why the fucking people are not talking about that book.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not reading much more. I mean, I'm, I'm only reading a couple Marvel books a month now. I mean, I, I still, I'm still, i still doing Old Man Logan and Daredevil and The Punisher. You know, I've still got that going. Yeah. I just dropped Black Panther. I just dropped that. Uh, yeah. I- I dropped exactly. Star Wars too. I was reading the Star Wars, but I just dropped that. I didn't um, know you were reading Star Wars. Yeah, I I did the you
0: know for the first now, now you do like know 20, all those books are canon, right? Like yeah,
1: yeah, I did, but it, it, it's just like some of them are. I was like, I don't care anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I did I did read that new Vader book, the, the new one where he gets his red lightsaber and all that shit, and you know uh, oh cool. but yeah, there's not many Marvel books that I'm reading right now, you know.
0: I mean that they're few and far between. You gotta find them. Yeah, you know, it's not the shit that they're promoting. That's the shit. That's that's not you know what Marvel's about. But some of those other books in between, you know, like I said, we both read Vision last year. Well, you yeah, read Vision,
1: you yeah, that was, that was that was cool. Yeah,
0: it yeah. was another book last year called Nighthawk that I thought was pretty interesting also. So the thing is, the the really good Marvel books they don't last long. You're probably gonna get about four or five issues or six issues of them, and then they cancel and it's it. You know, why they keep pushing Nazi Cap? You know, instead of the, the other books that are actually pretty interesting, that you probably should be reading.
1: You know, yeah, yeah I was but, reading Occupy Avengers with uh, Hawkeye and Red Wolf. You know,
0: I, th- I think they canceled <laughs> that one too.
1: Yeah, that that's gone done. Yeah, that was I was all right for a little bit, but you know,
0: <laughs> so I didn't know, I didn't know they read brought, brought, uh, Red Wolf back. You know,
1: yeah, I I was surprised that he popped up and he wasn't. He
0: actually wasn't that lame. <laughs> did did they it, it at least give him an update on his constant change? He did look exactly like he did back then. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. He he wasn't wearing buckskin. He wasn't
0: running around okay. in an old west outfit.
1: Yeah, he did have like normal clothes. And still had his tomahawks, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, were, there, there was on. there was an issue where they he got a gun and they're all like machine and You know. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but the white guys got the bow and arrow. It's Hawkeye. So.
0: did they? Did they make a reference to that? Yeah. I thought yeah. they had to. <laughs> yeah. Because at the same time, you know, Hawkeye is based on Last of the Mohicans, you know, you got this, and that's that's definitely a white savior story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I'm, but, I'm surprised, like, you know, Red Wolf didn't make a reference to the white guy running around with the bow and arrow.
1: But, but yeah, I mean, the, the issue that hooked me, and this was like last year, of course, you know, being I'm native and, and, you know, the whole Standing Rock, uh, thing was going on. There was like an issue where they, uh Hawkeye ends up on this reservation, and there's like this corporation exploiting the reservation's water supply. And Hydro Man shows up, and him and Hawkeye and they all fight, and Red Wolf they all fight Hydro Man and shit. (laughs) And um, so yeah, I got into that. And what what, what the cool thing was is there was these native kids, these like little uh, teenage native dudes, and they were like making references to all these like you know Mark DeCascos and Brotherhood wolf and thunderheart and all this shit so shit that natives would get i was like wow that's it they sound like they know what they're talking about all of a sudden so I, I, hey that, everybody, yeah.
0: has, everybody has wikipedia now so.
1: yeah <laughs> so it's like you know representation is key so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they hooked me on occupy avengers for for a little while for a few months <laughs> so,
0: until they canceled
1: it so. until they canceled it yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah that's the thing for that so yeah we read some marvel books this week uh we'll we'll have some more books down game. like I said, we're getting our feet wet with the new podcast and everything's going on definitely check out the fan page and we got some new stuff going on uh you're gonna hear more about us this is gonna be a big thing so definitely check us out definitely share everything we got going on from there uh Eli, do we have anything else to talk about or
1: i think we got it
0: man. i think we got everything else so awesome excellent first show uh Definitely pass around. Let me know. We go from there. But this is the comic book bullies. This is Leroy.
1: This is Eli.
0: And we will talk to you guys later. Word up, Word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got, you got, got, got it. It. no feelings? Your eyes feelings. Second it out, I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us? Official Queensbridge murderers. Tomorrow comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those. Who wanna profile and pose? Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for they self in his land. We be gunning and keep them shook crews running like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face. it in the wrong place. Cowards like you, just get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my teammate. I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Your simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we major. You're all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. you cool as February. My gunshots will make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is older. When the things get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Another nigga deceased, another story gets told. It ain't nothing really. And hey, you're done spucked in Philly. So I can get my mind off these yellow back while they still alive, I don't know, go, go figure. figure Meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness and foundation If I die, I couldn't choose a better location When the slugs penetrate, you feel a burning sensation Getting closer to God. in a tight situation yeah. Now, take these words home and think it through Or the next rhyme i write right might be about you Son, no the they shook, cause ain't no such thing as halfway cross scared to death and scared to look They shook, cause ain't no such thing as halfway cross scared to death and scared to look Living the life that a diamonds and guns there's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds Some get shot, locked, locked down, and turn guns. nuns Cowardly hearts that straight up shook one shook shook one ain't hey, a
1: crook,
0: son
1: He just a shook one